Alright, hello and welcome to our podcast called Expensive Science Baby. <laughs> I'm glad you reminded me which one it was. <laughs> what episode is this? Um, four? Episode, episode four. four. Oh, I think it's episode four, yeah. Okay. And I'm Amy. I'm Chris. <laughs> we got it in this week. Come on, cat, hurry up. If you don't like how I start the show, you could jump in instead of just laugh at me. I didn't laugh at I'm you. I'm glad we got that out. <laughs> you <laughs> are the star, the show starter, so... Uh, so, first we want to jump right into our mailbag. Ooh, mail yes. Mailbag! Oh, you have... Okay. <laughs> that was unexpected. Um, the mailbag's empty. empty. How about that? Oh. There's nothing in the mailbag. Uh, it's very sad. Nothing in the mailbag. Send us something. Send us some... I know we didn't have a lot well, going on last I don't want, week. I don't want Kay to think we didn't get her, her well, That's email. true. That's she did true. say, hey, thanks for the shout out. Yeah, and so, some more stuff, but more. nothing that but, we need to yeah. bring up on the on air and talk about, so... Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you if they want to send an email, what what is the oh, email? Uh, the name of the show, expensive science baby at gmail.com. Thank or you. go to our Facebook page, put something down if you want to be more public. Either way, we're fine. We'll read it. We'll get to it. Um, and yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, so we'll start each and every week with uh, telling you about our stress levels. Okay. So Chris, what is your stress level this week? Uh, okay. <laughs> is this a stress level just based on the IVF process? Or, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm, uh, what's the first one again? Bob Ross. I'm Bob Ross. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing going on. So what about you? Uh, my stress level was Bob Ross until I made a phone call today. And I jumped up to about midichlorian level for me. Uh-oh. What phone call did you make? Well, we will get to it later in the show. Oh, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so first... We are going to talk about infertility in the news. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that thing you brought up. So right after our uh, show, the next day, about two or three, maybe more people sent me links or put on my Facebook about the news story that you probably heard about a woman uh, in India at age 72 um, who recently gave birth, her and her husband. Her husband is 79. She is 72. So it's pretty shocking. That's old. I am... I still... I didn't look it up enough. I was almost thinking... When I first saw it, I thought for sure it was a fake story. Oh, right. Yeah. And I didn't look at Snopes yet, um, but more and more different people are linking it and trending it and stuff, and so maybe it is legit. They do have some quotes from uh, some doctors in India condemning it, which I thought was interesting and maybe maybe we'll talk about. Um, They said that they have a rule in India, that the couple aspiring for a child through in vitro fertilization should not exceed 100 years. That's the Indian Council of Medical Registry. I wonder if it's anything similar here. There's probably nothing here like that. I bet there is. I wonder if there is. I bet there's not. So this couple had a combined age of 150 years. Right. Because they're old. (laughs) Right. And then it says there's no chance she could produce her own eggs, but then later it said they used their own egg and sperm. So it's confusing. But... This article also mentions that in India, couples are required to go through counseling in order to go through the IVF process. And when I first read that, I got kind of mad. But because, you know, anybody can become parents. Sure. If they can conceive on their own. They don't have to go through counseling. Well, do you think the counseling is more for what it's going to do to your body, the drugs and everything? Well, and then I was thinking maybe the counseling is for... Oh, maybe you heard the cats on the show tonight. Um, the, the Every counseling... single goddamn cat has to be down here. Just because of you. If you weren't here, 
the cats are nowhere near here. <laughs> the people don't care about that. Uh, I do. Um. Oh, I think the counseling is probably maybe more for the stress it, it creates this whole process. Maybe that's what it is. Sure. In which case, that's not so much family counseling for a child. It's more for what the, the, what the process is going to be. Yeah. And then I'm okay with it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't live in India. Sorry. And then there's a big question about the moral uh, obligation they have to their child that they're probably not going to live for mu- very much of its life. So I didn't know what your thoughts were on that, Chris. Yeah, because, I mean, I think they're both approaching... 72 and 79. I think that's approaching approaching uh, average age, right? For Our average age for somebody who dies. That's like our average yeah, lifespan. I was, yeah. That's where I'm looking for. Average lifespan is probably where I'm then. So in theory, you may only be with your child for a year or two. I mean, But you know what? That can happen no matter what. It can happen no matter what. Yeah, you could... I mean, that's just... They could live to be 120. Well, and I'm guessing that child, it looks like a girl. I'm guessing that baby girl, um, when she gets older. Baby boy. Oh, boy. Looks like a girl. <laughs> Based on clothes. I'm just judging clothes. Talk about gender on another episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm guessing she probably would be very sad that her parents were old and, and didn't live for her whole life. But she also would be happy that she's alive. That she exists. That Not she alive. Exists. That she exists. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know. I think that I thought it was um, interesting to talk about. And a lot of people had a lot of very negative things to say. Really? I find that... Well, commenters on the internet. Well, (laughs) so as long as they don't have to back up what they're saying, they're very strongly opinionated. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't... I think anybody should be able to be a parent at whatever age they want. Um, You're going to... Yeah, sure, you may only be in that child's life for a few years, but... Like I said, they get to exist. Well, the thing that made me saddest, saddest and happiest for them is that they tried for 46 years to have a baby. Did they? After a while, they had to be like, we well, should do something else. Well, then she went through menopause else. and then... Right. Oh, so after that, they probably... They probably thought it wasn't possible anymore. Oh, yeah, I suppose. And IVF is getting a lot stronger these days as far as like the results and mm-hmm. the affordability. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah, no, like I said, I think people should be able to be parents whenever they want. If they choose to be parents at 15, I don't think that's the best choice because you are not fully developed as a human being and that whole center of your brain that tells you what to do is not fully developed, but, eh. Yeah. <laughs> so some, some thoughts out there, since there was more infertility uh, headlines this week. Uh, you can, you know, I don't know. There, wait, there Think was? About it. There was this more? one. This one. Since oh, this was just this it. one. I thought you. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, I mean, because last time we talked about Janet Jackson. Right. So two weeks in a row, we have infertility in the news. Sure. So we'll have to see. Maybe next week. There are things, <laughs> the rule of three. So yeah. there probably will be. And as I was telling you, the two pod, two of the same pod, I listened to TV's Joe Rogan's podcast, and he had two women on there. They both talked about IVF or infertility, mm-hmm. just in passing. That's not what they were on there for. They were on there for, because they're comedians and stuff. But it was interesting to hear that they both talked a little bit more about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, I guess not too much news, but a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So, now uh, we'll start talking about us. So, oh. last week, Chris, we told you Chris is going to have his test. The big test results. Yeah. We should probably do like a countdown for a these tests. A drum roll. Drum roll. <laughs> the results are? Chris didn't do the test. I didn't do the test. <laughs> I know, but there's good reasons why we didn't do the test. Well, one reason is um, Twins game. Sure, that is one reason. But the more important reason, I think. So the more important reason is, and this is something uh, I... 
So I don't mind talking about IVF as much as I am nervous and almost embarrassed to talk about this. And I think a lot of other women might feel the same way. So this is my last shot before we get the meta, the super medicines involved. I don't, I, my, at my next, the first day of my next period, I start birth control. Right. So this is my last shot to get pregnant without science. Without expensive science. Without expensive or, science. Well, no, you get the baby. You don't get the expensive yeah. or the science. Right. And so timing-wise, it was not a good time for Chris to have his test last week. Right, because it's <laughs> you are in your period where it's time to go. Potentially fertile windows, <laughs> as they say. My fertile window lasts about a week and a half because of my long cycles. I call it the fun period. You call it the fertile <laughs> period. Whatever. It's all the same. Uh, yeah, so that's what's happening. I am currently peeing on um, on sticks at work. Um, <laughs> and at home. Don't and at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, there hasn't necessarily been a positive one yet, but that darn LH surge, you can miss it by a matter of hours. So, so that's what I keep telling myself anyway. See, I didn't know that. You can. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. So we're in the every other day kind of process right now since it's one of the last times to spontaneously, spontaneously. get <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> to plan out and spontaneously get mm. pregnant. So I'm sorry to disappoint you if you're anxiously awaiting Chris's um, <laughs> retelling of his experience and if we had any results. We don't have that stuff yet. Right. I think it's scheduled for two weeks, something like that. The end of May. Yeah. The end of May. So it's coming up. Yeah. It's coming up. Uh, I will say thanks to a private message I got from a, a Facebook friend <laughs> that we do know how they do that test. So the, the test he's going to have done Sperm penetration assay to see if the sperm can penetrate the egg without more science help. They do this test on a hamster egg. (laughs) You guys, they take a human sperm. (laughs) They create an abomination. (laughs) And they do. They they fertilize a hamster egg. Yeah, it says the sperm penetration (laughs) assay or spursa. Also called the hamster zona free ovum test or hamster test. It's just called the hamster, hamster test. test. <laughs> it checks whether a man's sperm can join with the hamster egg. Which shouldn't ever be a thing that is possible. I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, I could see it if maybe like a pig. Really? Right? Like a bigger mammal? I, either Hamster's way. Hamster's a teeny tiny thing. It just, I wonder if there's like some weird scientist somewhere with all these ovums <laughs> of humans human oh. hamster hybrids and he's just waiting to unleash them on the world <laughs> probably <laughs> so just think about that for a minute this science is uh going to see chris's chris's sperms are gonna impregnate not impregnate but fertilize a hamster egg yeah there's gonna be a hybrid chris hamster hybrid created in the world in about two weeks Hopefully only for two weeks, and then it ceases to exist. But yeah, it might just be part of the hamster man army that's coming. If there are any graphic designers out there who listen to our podcast. No. If you would like to create an image of what a Chris hamster hybrid no, might look like. I've already said no. I would really appreciate it. I know and you he would. volunteered the idea of a Chris hamster hybrid army. So feel free to make... <laughs> Come on, I'm just one of the many in the army. It's not like they're cloning me. <laughs> Again, graphic designers, our email address is expensivesciencebaby at gmail.com if you want to create that for us. <laughs> so that's what's happening. Um, uh, oh, I also learned I'm getting uh, the lingo. 
So the they're testing for this, but if they have to do the um, the ICSI where they intracytoplasmic whatever the, the ICSI. ICSI. That's yeah. how you say it. Is it? Yeah. That's just how I say it. It's no, like it the, is the ICSI. It's like the uh, what do you call it? The, this thing, the spa that we just read, the sperm penetration yeah, essay. I just call it the spa. It's with, spa day. With ICSI or without ICSI is how they refer to IVF. Oh, cool. ICSI. So I felt like, oh, that's I how I thought I it. made new words. That's <laughs> no, too that's, bad. That's I was Shakespeare lingo. making up words here. <laughs> okay. So yeah, the test hasn't been done yet. Looking forward to it, but we'll have to wait till the end of this month to do it. So um, as we try to avoid this whole process, I guess, <laughs> for the last time. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm sure... and. I'm trying not to get, well, any woman out there who know, who has been, who has tried ever to get pregnant and not been successful on the first try, because I have people in my life, I want to say her name, but I won't, <laughs> who thinks about being pregnant, tries one time, always pregnant. Oh. <laughs> so, which I... Yeah, there's a lot of people lucky, like lucky that. lucky lady. Yeah. Uh, but, so for any of you women out there who try to get pregnant um, and haven't been able to, uh, your first, second, third, whatever cycle... You know, there's, you don't want to get too hopeful or excited uh, because maybe in your experience, odds are it's not going to happen. That's certainly my experience. So try not to get too excited or hopeful, but it certainly would be nice. Yeah, it's got to suck every month as you go through this whole process of, more for, more so for you, where this process of maybe, maybe, try, try, maybe, no. It's got to be kind of, after a while, it's got to be kind of wearing, grading and wearing you down and... Depressing. Yes, which is why three years ago I said I need a break <laughs> and I went on birth control. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I said I needed to be done. Okay. Um, anyway. So the hamster test. Uh, yeah, can't wait to get those results of the hamster <laughs> test. All right, what else we got going on? You don't have anything going on as far as testing, nothing like that, right? Nothing like that, but I did make a phone call today. Ooh. And I tried call. making this phone call a few other days, and nobody ever answered, and they wanted me to leave a voicemail, and that was weird because I was calling um, from work on a break. <laughs> of course. Wait, <laughs> so, where were you calling? Oh, the the uh, insurance company. Oh, is this the Attain program where we can attain I a child? I didn't know that we should say the, the brand name. Ah, screw them. They can know it. Well, I don't want them to sue us. <laughs> what? How are they going to sue us? We're talking about their product openly. That's Well, I might not have all good things to say. That's fine. You can say bad things. It's okay. People cannot sue you for saying bad things about him. You have, slandered us! I have watched lawyer shows. I am a TV lawyer expert. Well, there is slander and libel. I will sue you for libel. Liability? <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily our reach isn't so far that the uh, attain program isn't going to come in. 800 listeners to our first podcast. <laughs> and steadily downhill from yeah, there. That's true. <laughs> we won't get into that. Um, as, as Rose would say, I watch La La. Oh, yes. The, the, little the Golden la, Girls reference for you. The la, la. One of her best lines, I must say. Okay, the Attain program. Good, this gets into the money portion because I have some money things too. Okay, so I did get a hold of a, of a lovely, helpful person. Um, I, I don't want to say her name, but you do get assigned a person. First initial, please. S. S. All right, S. Uh, <laughs> so when I first time I called and the message said, if you called before and you know your case manager's name... Ooh, press this button. I was like, oh. So I think she's like my caseworker, my case manager, or something like that. Okay. So I think I, I think she's my person now. Oh, so you've signed up, kind of, with this person. Okay. <laughs> so this is... I told Chris I'd have a lot to talk about, and I do. So I called, and I started talking to her, and she had started asking me all these questions about, she wanted my name and my birth date. Um, and then she asked me what clinic we're working with, and I told her. And then she said, well, I don't see anything on you. Have you... How did she put it? 
So I got the impression that I was supposed to call our clinic first oh. and say, hey, we're going to maybe use this program. And then they would like start the ball rolling. Okay. We did not do it that way. I had no idea that's how you were supposed yeah, to do it. Yeah, our clinic never really talked about doing it that way. No. They were just... our clinic, I'm, I'm a little bit not, not upset, but I have a criticism for our clinic in that we did not get a lot of information besides what the process would be like. We didn't get any of this setup information in a clear, sure. concise manner. Sure. Okay. At all. So apparently there needs to be a clinical application request. They need all of our results. So this factors into just, let me interrupt real quick. I read that you may not even be approved for this program. Oh, I wasn't even there yet. And I was like, wait, what? This is an insurance program. So I did program. ask her. I said, is it possible I could not be approved? And she said, yeah. She said, yes, not everybody is approved. So one of the things she emailed me was the acceptance criteria for the attain refund program. Okay. Yeah, what are those criteria? So And let's go through them and see how what we think of those. Okay. For I know situation. some of mine. Okay. By good. the way. Day three, FSH hormone level has to be less than ten. What's a fissure? I don't know what this stands for. I couldn't find that result in my in my records, but I know I've had this test done. Okay. So I don't know that one. And then day three E2 has to be less than 75. I think this is um, estrodial. <laughs> yeah, estradoil or something like that. And mine's 52, so I'm good there. Good. Highest FSH ever recorded has to be less than 10. I don't know what that means. Follicle stimulating hormone. Oh, right. That's the FSH. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I should have known that. Thank you, Google. Um, But I don't know what mine is, but I know I've had it tested before. Okay. And it's never come up as like this is an issue or that we've. I think it's related to the um, to the AMH, which tells you how many eggs you have left. Oh, ABBA. Okay. Um, so my AMH has to be greater than or equal to one point two. Mine's two point three four nine, which is pretty good for my age. <laughs> Dude, I'm above average. Above average, you double in it. number of eggs I have for my age group. Of the things Thank that you, you can much. brag about <laughs> in your life. <laughs> and I will. I will brag about that. And then this is what I'm nervous about. So HSG is a test that they do where they, nope, maybe it's the hysteroscopy. Maybe they're the both, the, both the same thing. Now I'm getting myself all confused. I'm guessing One of these yeah. is the test where they put radioactive dye into my lady bits so they can see, so that on an x-ray my uterus and tubes glow. But you've had this happen. But not within the last 18 months. Really? Persephone was three. Oh, I thought you did it recently. Mm-mm. Wow, that was a lot longer ago. Yeah, and it is an uncomfortable test. I did not like it. <laughs> hurt a lot. Explain and it. if I had it done again at this point, your insurance wouldn't cover it. At that time, we got insurance to cover it because Chris is very good at writing strongly worded letters. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, so I don't. I don't want to have to do that test. So they I like. Think they're gonna make me. They actually inject it into the nether regions. Oh yeah. Uh, there are speculums involved and everything. And it's a an actual injection. Like, do you feel a poke or a pinch? You feel burning. Burning. That's well, even it's, better. <laughs> well, it's liquid. Sure. So they like shoot it up you, <laughs> and you're ha- feeling liquid in places like your tubes don't ever have that. So like you're feeling liquid in places you shouldn't feel things. So it burns. Weird. And okay. then I remember I couldn't get too close to Persephone the rest of that evening. I do remember that because yeah. I was radioactive. Yeah. <laughs> There's a song about being radioactive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and the saline sonogram I'm having—that's what they call a trial transfer. What's that? So, as far as what I understand it to be is, and I have this already scheduled, where they go in and it's called trial transfer and they do all the things they're going to do 
Is it when they're going to trans to prepare for when they're going to transfer the embryos back into you? Back into me because they want to see sure what is the size and shape and everything of my uterus. So it's a clean, smooth <laughs> transaction. But apparently, they go in there and they fill the, your uterus with water or saline solution. Oh, that's got to be comfortable. <laughs> so I think it's going to be equally burny feeling as the other thing. So that's I already have scheduled. Okay. Both, and that's I thought I thought was unfair. So I, it says normal shaped uterus. I don't know yet, but I know I have a tilted uterus. So does that also discount me? I think that's normal shape, but tilted. I think it's probably fine. Because I think a lot of women have tilted uteri. Yeah. Is that the plural? That's the word I was going to use as well, (laughs) uteri. And then both ovaries have to be present. And I have both ovaries. Present and accounted for. Some women don't, and that's why they can't get pregnant and need help. So just because they have one good functioning ovary that gives you a lot of eggs, this insurance program won't cover you? That's BS. Yeah. So you sent me a thing. Um, You can keep going through those while I find the thing. Um, Semen analysis within 24 months. And all it says is normal count, motility, and morphology. So we already know Chris's morphology isn't stellar. At one time, it was not stellar. We'll see. Right. There were two times. Yeah, yeah. We'll, We'll see how it goes. But you're right. That could be an issue. But you brought up a really good point. If we're using the ICSI, yeah. why, why does it matter what the morphology right. is? Why does it matter what anything is? This is what I don't understand. I understand that they want count. They need spermies in there to, to put places. But they, why do they have to be good swimmers if, if you're going to use ICSI, number two? And number three, morphology just tells them we, they think it looks well enough to be able to penetrate an egg. ICSI takes that need away. Like, it does it for it. So I don't understand that at all. Yeah, that seems like a weird one right there. Maybe if you're not using ICSI, then it matters, which I can kind of see. Be. Yeah. yeah. Um, so pregnancy history will be reviewed. Because I did ask her, I said, when I when she told me those criteria, before I saw them, I said, but what if I've been pregnant before? <laughs> <laughs> or what if I had a baby before? And she said, that's okay. I, she thought I meant, like, does this disqualify me? And I uh, said, and, I, and then I said, no, I said, well, does that just make me an automatic go? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, good job. I can do it. Automatic. <laughs> and she did not find that funny. Uh, current smokers out. It's good you never smoked, or currently don't. I should say. I don't know what you did in college. You might have done some weird stuff. No, there was one time in the back of a car <laughs> in high school with, and Stephanie and Lacey were with me. And hey, I said there don't were, use names. Oh, oh god. Whatever. Oh god. And I remember we tried to smoke, and I don't think any of us knew exactly what we were doing. Stephanie tried once, and then like three minutes later, smoke came out of her mouth. That can't be possible. It's it's true. No, it was that... so I tried and didn't even know how to do it. Okay. Uh, and then BMI under 37. I'm sure you're okay there. Well, because of the meds I did have this summer and into the winter time, I have gained quite a bit of weight. Sure, but I think you're under 37. I think it's barely. Whatever. Honestly, it's barely. So anyway. So there's all that. And yeah, so when I was reviewing it this week, and you sent me that that statement about they're like, 80% 80% of couples go home with a baby or something yeah. from doing this program. Well, I thought to myself, wait a minute, how can that be? Well, it's because they stack the deck in their favor. They no, make, yeah, nobody can do it. You have to be basically... It's basically like, do you even need their help? Yeah. Like, <laughs> why are you going through this expensive science? You Everything's seem to be fine. You yeah. super great and just do it on your own. <laughs> right. So hopefully we qualify for this because there's a lot of little stigmatations in there. Yeah. So after seeing this, I have kind of since, and so I did all this today is when I found this out, which has raised my stress level to the uh, menopausal right, level. Okay, sure. Uh, and I'm almost thinking like, 
let's change our thinking to we don't have three times in insurance, but maybe we can afford two times on our own. Yeah, and I just don't want to increase that. Don't want that to increase your stress level, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, if, if they say no to this, my stress level will skyrocket a little bit. I might be at Trump for a little bit. <laughs> Nobody should ever use that as a verb, <laughs> be at Trump. I don't like that. <laughs> well, Trump level. I know, but it just... Yeah, no, I know what you're right. You're saying we can maybe do this twice now if we don't right. get insurance. We yeah. can get two shots out of it. So while we love to do the insurance, we think we may not even qualify. I mean, yeah. we don't know. Maybe we will qualify and we'll be getting our three chances and stuff like that. But if not... Mm-hmm. And then she sent me the quote. Oh, wait a minute. There's a quote? I didn't share this with you. No, you did not. So, um, she and she said, what's your birth date? The quote is based on your birth date. That's it's your, it. It's your age, yeah. Period. Woman's age. age. Yeah. And we're going to get to my age in a minute. I have things to talk about. Oh, I bet that's loud. Yeah. Thing. Sorry. <laughs> so, without ICSI, because of my age. That's the sperm injection. It's 26,900. So 27,000, which is about what we thought. That's exactly what they told us. They did not tell us that with ICSI is more expensive. I knew that, though, from the paperwork. I thought ICSI was just a separate thing you paid for separate. Anyway, with ICSI, it's 29,600. Okay, so it's an additional 2,500. Yeah, which actually isn't as much as I thought it could be. I, yeah, I thought that was just something we were going to have to pay for separately anyways. So that I'm not too worried about. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is you got more there? No, that's it. Oh, whew. that's the I you're going to drop Those another shoe on me there. <laughs> no, I just, I just thought it was interesting that that's the only thing they base it on. And then, and then here's another thing about me. I was telling my friend this on our walk today at lunch. That, yeah, technically I'm 35. <laughs> <laughs> What's that mean, technically? <laughs> Bear with me. <laughs> Here we go. Let's crunch some numbers Amy's way. <laughs> but I've always been a late bloomer. I don't know why this is so funny that I don't know why Chris is breaking I want you to see if you can get the the uh, insurance program to recognize that and give us a lower rate based on that so listen I didn't start getting teeth till I was a year over a year old right which makes your teeth better and last longer and I didn't get my period until or I didn't lose my first tooth that happened first until I was in like second or third grade Thought which is really late else. most people lose their first teeth in kindergarten okay. or first grade I definitely was third Presumptive yeah. never lost any teeth Right. She was late, later, too, that that regard. She also started getting her teeth very late. She was almost a year old before she okay. had her first teeth. Okay. Um, lost my first tooth very late, third grade. I remember in my second grade classroom, people had big teeth with their names on them hanging from the ceiling if they had lost their first tooth. Oh, like cardboard or... Like, yeah, not the actual I thought teeth. you were like, what? No. <laughs> what no. kind of school did you go to in Hibby? No, that was Anchorage, Alaska, by the oh. way. Oh. <laughs> um, Where vampires run around, so yeah. <laughs> and, uh... I never got one of those because I never lost a tooth. That's sad. Yeah, it's kind of sad. sad. Huh. Okay, and I didn't get my period till I was fourteen. When do you normally get it? Thirteen. Uh, Twelve. That early? It's even earlier now. I think for young biology. That's because of the stuff we're putting in our milk. Biology. What? <laughs> Some people think biology's stupid. Like you should not be having children at twelve or thirteen or fourteen or fifteen. Right. But those are the peak years. Yeah. We need to evolve better. Yeah. Evolve better bodies. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so this brings me to think. So, and also I have um, extra lots of eggs for my age. As so, we know from that one test, yes, which you're so proud science of. Science has tested that. So that's a for sure. So I think my body <laughs> thinks that it's 33, 32 or 33, even though technically I'm 35. I think we might be stretching the <laughs> limits of my writing 
my writing ability if I try my strong word or letter ability if I try to get that passed through the insurance company. <laughs> Don't think it's gonna fly, but who knows? As my friend put it, because um, she agreed, she's like, and you always have looked so young. And so <laughs> well, there you go. But so she agrees that I should just use that as a mental thing. So my mind thinks I'm 33. Sure. Because the stats are so much better. Uh, yeah, they if are. If you're younger than 35. It doesn't help us with the money part, but it definitely helps us with the science part. Right. So I am baby making age of 32, 33. Let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's only like stage zero. Good job. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. And all this is based off the ATTAIN program. That's the one that our clinic uses that recommended. And just looking around, I found a lot of I think there's a few different ones. Like there's this Resolve one, which is the exact same thing, but our clinic may not use it. Who knows? Right. And there's another one. And then we found uh, grants, right? Is that what they were? Mm-hmm. We found grants for IVF treatment, basically. There's two that we could apply for. Some of them were state-specific. Oh, were they? Yeah. I didn't look through them. I just sent them to so, you. So, And one of them we could apply for is due May 25th, the yep. application, which is coming up. Like and also... Weeks. Um, they want a lot of test results that I don't think we have yet. Oh, yeah. Probably not. But we could write a story and add pictures. So Chris is really good at writing these strongly worded letters. <laughs> That's true. So that alone could give us a leg up. And we could also include in the application my age of 35, but in parentheses, baby making age of 32. Here's why. I'm sure they would think it's legit. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. Resolve was not another one, but there are other ones out there, other insurance programs out there. Resolve.org is the place that I went to find all these grants. There's a bunch of grants in here. I mean, if you're doing IVF and there's mm-hmm. a potential to get a little bit paid for, I mean, it's obviously not going to be the whole thing. There's going to be a little part of it, but it's going to help in some way. And as we all know, it's freaking expensive. So you might want to look into them. I mean, we might be hurting our competition by telling people to look into them, but I would. Only apply for the ones if they're state specific. (laughs) The other ones are only for us. No, 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 no. I am willing to put our application up against theirs. But good luck. If you can apply in one of those, Mm -hmm. you can get them. That would be really helpful. I didn't even know those existed. Yeah. And I honestly, we should apply for this one by May 25th, but chances are we won't. We, yeah. Sometimes we drag our feet. No, I'm going to apply. I just, well, if we don't have the numbers, that's the only reason that would stop us. Well, I'll tell you, I printed out the application, so we're one step in the right direction. There we go. Give it to me. I'll do it at work during a break. Breaks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's cool. I like that. Um, Should we stay with the money or move on to something else? I'm out. You're out? I don't have a lot left. You're out. Okay. Uh, So I just want to talk a little bit about our potential for money. We're definitely not going to have any money. (laughs) Well, we have some in the savings and we have the, the gifts loan. Gift loan? I meant give. I, right, I was gonna say gift slash loan, and then it became gift loan. Yeah, we should make up a word. It's, it's a loan or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but we're also going to have to need, especially since we keep getting all these messages saying how much meds are and that the the cost could go up. Uh, so we might have to need more money. In which case, how are we gonna do that? Uh, the first stop, which we're investigating right now, uh, after talking to my sister, not about IVF, but other stuff, is a home equity loan, which mm. basically sounds like just a line of credit that you get. And if it, the balance is zero, you don't pay anything on it. The balance is higher, you pay your interest on it, but it's a lot lower than a credit card. And it just sits there. It stays open. If you need it, you use it. If you don't need it, you don't use it. Right. But I am unsure that we would qualify because we just refinanced our house. Right. I don't think that matters, though. Because I think it does because we have no equity in this house. It doesn't matter. Well, no, we do. Because Not anymore. Listen, if they value our house at like 160 that's what the latest tax 
paper paper said said your house is worth 160 that's what 160,000 that's what we pay taxes on that's the okay. estimated market value now all of our listeners know what socioeconomic status we're in and, as we said <laughs> lower middle or middle class amy likes to think lower middle class, lower middle class. i just say middle class <laughs> but we only owe 104,000 on the house that's equity that's what equity means i mean we didn't refinance at 160 we financed we owe 104,000 that's what we owe i thought you built equity based on how much you were paid you paid back into principal basically it's the balance between what your house is worth and how much you owe on it. So technically, we have like 44000 or 46000 in equity. but hmm. And then they take your house as collateral. If you don't pay them back, they take your house. <laughs> yeah, but if you stop paying for your house, they're going to take your house anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So that is a possibility. Uh, I'm going to look into it. I actually sent an inquiry into one company, which I do not like. But and they, they're getting back to us. And then I'm going to go check with our... I want you to use the credit union. I'm going to check with our credit union and see if they do it, see if it's something that we qualify for. I know they do it. Well, see if we qualify for them. signs up there. And it's nice that we actually have a sizable savings account for the time being, but they don't know we're doing IBM. Right, yeah, we won't tell them that. (laughs) And then I was thinking, like, if we go in there and say we're looking at home equity loan and they look at our balance and they're like, why do you need that? Look at all this money you have. You're fine. (laughs) And be like, in fact, here's another check, a very sizable check. Put it in there and we'll we'll do our our home equity loan now. Thank you very much. And then the next day we'll take it all out. (laughs) Right. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, if if they see, oh, look at the sizable savings account they have. They look like they'd be able to pay us back, no problem. And then the next day we take all the money out. <laughs> well, hopefully they put that into their calculations and they don't have to worry about it. Oh, so. here is a money related thing. Another thing I learned today is that so this lady, my case lady S on the phone, told me more information about this process than my clinic has, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> well, we've only talked to the clinic once, right? But still. Yeah, sure. Uh, our, our clinic probably won't require. Um, me to pay them until two weeks before they transfer or something like this. But attain uh, this pr- insurance program would require we pay them two weeks before I start shots. Right. Oh, and okay. I thought we had to pay them at our first nurse consultation. Based on, okay. So basically, we have no idea when we have to pay anybody. But it would be sooner rather than later, it seems I think like. it seems later. Oh, it seems sooner to me. Oh, no. To me, it's later. Oh. In my mind. I don't know when you thought we were paying these people. I thought we were paying them right away. Like, you want into the program? Pay up. Well, right. That's what I'm... I'm agreeing with you. So that would be... But at we actually don't have to pay them until July. Oh. Or the end of June. Okay. That's next month. (laughs) Right, but it's not like two weeks. I'm saving my change. Don't worry. (laughs) Pretty soon we'll have enough. Okay, that's interesting. Um... I don't know. We'll get there. I'm going to go this week and talk to the credit union. We'll see what, what, what we have. Try to go with the numbers. Yay, money part of podcast. Yeah, but we think it'll be, you know, less uh, interest than if we had to put it all on credit cards. <laughs> By far. <laughs> yes, we do not want to use credit cards. Um, and if that home equity doesn't work, maybe there's something else that we can use. I don't know. We'll look into it. Maybe we can get a small business loan and pretend like we're opening a small business. That seems like fraud. You think so? Yeah. What if we're going to make the baby go into show business? And that's kind of a business. I can write a letter. <laughs> okay. What else you got this week? That is all I have this week. Okay. Again, we're in a kind of a holding pattern until we do more of our test testing. And then when we start actually doing the stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so since it's kind of quick, and I think later on we're going to have more and more to talk about as we get more test results, mm-hmm. as we get more mm-hmm. deeper into this. Um, I was going to bring up something that won't be fun to talk about, but I'd like to, if that's okay. <laughs> You're looking at me like it's the end of the world. 
Um, I don't know. It's gonna be hard to talk about. But uh, so if you're if you if you like the humor, turn off now. <laughs> What's happening? I okay. So recently, I've been really depressed. Um, you know, Persephone's not here, and that pretty much drives our life. Is that she's not here, and it sucks in this world that we're into. And I was thinking to myself, even or when we have another child, it I'm gonna call it it because I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. I'm gonna call it it won't be her you know right and that like i don't know how to do things the second time around without her and it makes me feel nervous and a little scared about it and it makes me feel like like i don't want to i'm not using this child to replace her but it kind of feels like that in some way like you know so i looked at it as we always planned to try again to give her a brother or a sister so now that's what we're doing we're still trying to give her a brother or a sister. Right. But it was it would be a lot easier with her there. <laughs> right. So everything that I do um, is going to remind me of things we did with her. And I think... So I actually I talked about this today, too, with um, my walking friend. Um, I think that's the same for anybody who has more than one child. So we've only ever had one baby. And I, so I think when you have a baby and then a sibling comes, I think every time the sibling does something, every time the new baby does a milestone, you're, you're reminded of your older children and you say, oh, that's just like how Bruce did it. Okay. Or, yeah, you no, know, I agree. Bertha was two years younger when she did that. Or so, I, so I think that's normal. No, I agree with that. I think the hardest part, there's a few things that are hard, but I don't know what will be the hardest, but I think a thing that I have thought about is what happens when these children we have get to be six. Oh, that's hard enough with friends kids you see them on right. facebook you see all their milestones that's hard enough to me it feels like if i'm playing with our new child in a way that uh i played with persephone and she's not there not, i don't want to say cheating but it feels like you're cheating on your child kind of you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i don't know how that's gonna go i'm right, a little apprehensive apprehensive about it um so yeah, I told you this was going to be a fun part. No, it's not. <laughs> but it's just something I've been feeling well, a lot I've of Well, I've thought recently. about things like this too, um, like a crib. Her room. Her room. Her room's a big thing for me. I mean, her room is still her room. Well, I already have a plan for that. I don't. And My plan is if I'm pregnant, I'm far, far enough along to be able to read, to get the room ready. Well, we will have to get, we'll have to change it a lot. But I want to have, a, like, a Persephone shelf or something in there, high up, for the, you know, when you have little babies, um, of her stuff still in there. I mean, I have I have plans like that, and I think we'll, we will do a good job of of still honoring her and not cheating on her, as you yeah, said. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the, like, just picturing, cleaning out her room. Oh, it's going to be the worst. Yeah, it's enough to make me not want to be there and do that uh, I already I, yeah it's gonna be the worst and I already have a plan that I, we're gonna have to have a lot of people come over and help us yeah um, even then I don't think I'll get through it of course not well it's gonna be the worst and um, you know like her in her clothes yeah this is I was not prepared for this Chris um, yeah I know so I have but... bins and bins and bins of her clothes yeah. and, told you it'd be fun so and I've already decided that um some things can be hand-me-downs because that would be that'd be normal that'd be normal but and some things just won't be and i think that would be that's normal too maybe yeah. it's maybe it's a little unique in our situation 
Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, sorry to bring the podcast down, but Gosh. it's something that I wanted to talk to you about, and it's uh, easier here because we both use humor to get through this, and uh, I don't know. It was just easier. I thought it would be fun to not fun. I thought it'd be profitable to talk about it. So sorry for people that that made you uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I'll say one more thing, and this will be really embarrassing. But um, since before Persephone got sick, uh, I had dreams about having twins. A boy and a girl. And I have them more often now, obviously. Um, and with IVF, the chances of that are certainly increased if we decide to transfer more than one embryo. It's not much, though. I thought it would be more than like 10%, but it's like 10%. Stop killing Sorry. my dreams here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. I'm there so with you. I'm, I believe, I'm hopeful that I will have twins. And I think that'll be really good for us because then the whole experience is completely different. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It would be different being pregnant with two babies, yeah. ha- giving birth to two babies. Have Everything would be different and unique and not uh, the same. feeling like a replacement. Right. Same would be true if we had a boy. <sighs> yeah, I guess. That would be very different also. So that's what I'm hopeful for, that we have a boy or two babies at the same time. <laughs> okay. Works for me. Yay! Uplifting podcast! <laughs> Yay! Whatever. It's useful for me, so. Okay. Okay. Are you, are you done with that part? I'm done with I that part. Because I need to bring us back to humor. Oh, good luck. <laughs> and uh, I want you, wherever you are, I want you to clear your mind. Close your eyes if you're not driving. What if you are driving? <laughs> and imagine you're, you are surrounded by a tiny army of Chris hamster hybrids <laughs> marching towards you. Are they British too? What the? <laughs> they have. Um, they are using the formation with phalanxes. Sure. As any good Roman army would. What are they armed with? Spears. Okay. <laughs> and they march towards you. Uh, yeah. Just picture that. Romans use phylums, not spears. But I'll accept it as good enough. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, Thanks for sticking with us, yeah. uh, especially the last part, but uh, it's good to talk about it for me. So, uh, Send us an email. We got went through it already, but do it. ExpensiveScienceBaby at gmail.com or Facebook, hey. Expensive Science Baby as well. Uh, if you want some homework, share this with somebody. You know, Share it with, <laughs> share this podcast with somebody you think might get some sort of enjoyment out of it or knowledge or has something to yell at us about. Any of that yeah. would be fun. So share it and get <laughs> okay. our numbers back up so we can yeah. have fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep, take care.